June, the 25th of 2023. Outside temperature. 29 degrees Celsius. 80 degrees Fahrenheit. We fade into a modern setting. Two friends chatting about a film. This is The Movie Buffs. And it's starting right now. Erica, Erica, it's so good to hear you again. Well, 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 if it isn't you. <laughs> wow, we have a lot to talk about, dude. So much to catch up on. I can't wait to hear how you think that I, no, firstly, can oh. I just say, <laughs> can that... I just say, say it. <laughs> You are glowing. Thank you. It is the humidity for sure. I am sparkling <laughs> in humidity and humidity and uh, just perspiration. But how are you? What's going on? I heard all about your little cruise that you went on last night. Care to share? Yes, it was so fun. We went on a little boat ride around the lower side of Manhattan and we went up so close to the Statue of Liberty and we got some drinks and there were appetizers and I just felt like I was living the New York life. So it was so you, fun. You are living the New York life, honey. Yes. It's <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Mm -hmm. What is going on on the other side of the world? Well, listen, not much to report. I will say this, however, it's hot as hell. No, you know, I, I'm not going to say that. It's hot as heck. it's hot as heck. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot as heck. It is hot as heck here. Um, and everyone around me is sunburned, which is just the telltale sign that I'm in a country that has no respect for the high levels of UV rays and have no respect for, I don't know, aging gracefully. It's been a bit of a wild week in terms of the news, Hannah. Have you been dying to hear all that there is to be heard about the submarine? I have been catching up on it, and let me just start off by saying how tragic and horrible, so mm -hmm. sad, such a sad story, but yeah. it just makes me think, like, would, I don't think I could ever go in, an, in a submarine after that. Like, would you ever, if you had the chance to go explore the Titanic in a submarine, would you? Um... Absolutely not. If I wanted to experience the Titanic, I would just pull up James Cameron classic, the Titanic, and watch the film. <laughs> anyway. I feel like we might have a few more listeners than we did in the previous week, Erica. Um, something crazy happened this past week on social media. We posted just a small tidbit of our La La Land discussion that we had. And we did not expect it to turn into a frenzy of just controversial opinions. Yeah. And Ooh. what? Yeah. What happened? I just didn't know. Listen, I've never felt more connected to what a politician has to go through. Because, gosh, when people hear what you say out of context, they'll wring your neck for it. 
They will wring your they neck. They will wring your neck for it. No, that we is... posted a blurb, mm-hmm. a a what five second blurb of something Ten that seconds, was like, yeah. it wasn't even like we were talking about something. It was just an observation. It was just an we observation. didn't draw a conclusion. We were just talking about like the difference between Mia with her new husband versus how she was with Seth. Yeah, yeah. And people, whoa, they came out with the pitchforks, man. They came out with the pitchforks, man. If you're here from that, if you saw that this past week, welcome to the movie buffs. We are so excited to have you. We really enjoy talking about movies. We are best friends who grew up just chatting about movies, and we just want to have a film club where we can be upbeat, positive, maybe make you giggle while talking about our favorite movies. Hannah and I felt motivated to start a podcast that created a space for all kinds of movie enthusiasts. At least from our experience, we've the content and like movie reviewing content we've consumed has been predominantly very opinionated men. And sometimes you feel like you're not allowed to have a voice at that table because there is so much, I guess, hubbub in the film community of like sort of dissertations and like qualifications you need to have to be able to speak about movies. At the end of the day, we're not experts we like to say that we're movie buffs, not because we have this plethora of knowledge, but because it's something that we genuinely love so much and just wanted to create a space for other people who maybe feel similar. Glad we prefaced that this week. I'm really excited if this is your first time tuning in to a long form movie podcast. We are kicking it off with one of the greats, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. What is our standings with... I love the guy. I really think he is one of the pioneers of very visual artistic directors who have such... He's known for his visual style, and I love that for him. Um, One of my favorite movies from Wes Anderson is... It's kind of an underrated film, in my opinion, but Isle of Dogs. Did you ever see that movie? You would love it, Erica. You would love it. It's just like Fantastic Mr. Fox, but... um, such a unique film. I've never seen a story told in that way before. It's just so cute. They're rescu- rescuing some dogs. Such a cute movie. What is your fave? Obviously, Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. That was my intro to Wessie. And if I had discovered Wes Anderson... In my Zoe De Chanel era, when I was like 14, I would have been an absolute societal nightmare because I was so obsessed with all things like cutesy and like bow ties and polka dots. And this was like circa 2014 where like being hipster was like the coolest thing in the world. Do you remember at that time? Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And YouTube tutorials yeah. and yes, very girly. Yeah, I just I, totally I feel like that. if I had tapped into Wes Anderson movies it would have become my entire personality so luckily that I was spared I didn't really get to know Wes Anderson until like my early 20s or like understand his film film style is Um, he trapped to his own style if he ever wanted to make a movie again and not follow suit on his previous style because that's so hard as an artist like Personally speaking, sometimes I want to try out something new, but I'm like, Wes, do you ever feel trapped to your own style? I hope he doesn't feel like he has to do that deadpan, 
um, yeah. straight on shots every single film, but it's so classic and mm-hmm. it's like so Wes Anderson. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking this last night when I watched it, like Wes Anderson movies are like an O oh, somebody with OCDs perfect yeah because everything is scaled to perfection everything is color-coded to perfection the lines are delivered so harmoniously like there's such a melody yeah i totally Mm -hmm. agree such a rhythm very visually pleasing to watch and just the music the soundtrack everything it's Mm -hmm. so visually it's like a feast for your eyes for sure yeah it is a feast and i there's something for everyone in Wes Anderson's discography. Like there really is. There's something for yeah. everyone there. And I loved how unique this one was in its own world. Like he created such a wonderful world with Asteroid City. And I just found it like one of the most beautiful films out of his discography to watch. Like the colors of the rock and the oh, sand absolutely. and the costumes. If I could just press the pl- pause button on this movie and just take a photo of it with my phone and make it my wallpaper. I was like, I was so blown away. Even by the opening sequence. Just that blue sky yeah. with that red paint of the telephone and Scarlett Johansson's lips. I was like, every every color on screen I'm seeing is just in the same color palette. It's amazing. I think it's one of the most visually captivating movies he's done in a while yeah because grand budapest kind of gives you like the pinks the blues this movie was like blue so starkly coral orange the colors of the desert Mm -hmm. really were just popping off the screen yeah 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 what did you think? So what what was your overall oh gosh, impression, I'm Hannah? I'm, I'm so curious what, what you thought. You you go first, Erica. I'm scared. Cuz I I don't know if we're going to have the okay, same opinion okay. on this one. Usually we're pretty in sync, but I don't know. You you tell me. You tell me what you think. Okay. I I really liked it. I thought it was like it it was the most Wes Anderson movie like he he out Andersoned himself with this one. It felt so starkly him. I loved the visuals so much. I loved the world that they created. I loved the little restaurant and the houses. And I just, it was just, yeah, it was like a coffee table book come to life. I think, however, I had a hard time getting wrapped in this story. Unlike his other ones, I feel like I just struggle anytime there's a movie about a movie about a movie. And because this movie has so much of that, it's a play. It's a television show about a play about a movie. Like it's just, it's almost like folded in on itself a little bit too much for me that there wasn't a singular character that I was like fully invested in. Whereas like with Grand Budapest, I feel like you're, you're really, really invested in their relationship and their dynamic and what each character wants. You can really see that, but I don't know. I just, I didn't find a character in this that I was like completely rooting for. And wow. I completely agree. Do you? I didn't think we would because I thought before we started rolling, I was like, Oh, I get the vibe. She really liked this movie, but, Mm. um, and I don't get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, but 
I definitely had problems with just the story. It was just yeah. the um, telling of the story. It's hard because this is such an ensemble movie. It's such an, a cast of like, pick 20 of your favorite actors and they are in this film. Like so many. There's Margot Robbie's in it. Yeah. Steve Carell's in it. Jump scare. Jump scare. And it's almost like, they're pretty much just cameos at this point because they're on screen for less than a minute long. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. So I was almost so caught up in the list of characters and the quirky jokes caught on screen that it was kind of hard to focus on the overall story that they were trying to tell from this movie. So I don't know. I can always tell if I didn't if I wasn't caught up in the thematic story of the movie, if I go home and I'm trying to tell it to a friend and I can't accurately say what I was watching. If I'm remembering a movie I watched a year ago and if I can't remember what it was about, that's why I, that's how I know the script is just, it could have been a little stronger. For sure. Um, yeah, I'm so glad we agree on that. I, the story was so unique too. It's, like a story we're watching like this um almost twilight zone story you come on screen it's black and white and then you fade into color and the actors are like telling the story of asteroid city and alien coming in but after that i just wish it was more of like i don't know how to describe it but Linear? i wish there was more yeah and i wish there was like a journey a more of a journey to like discover the alien um and expose it, I guess. I don't know. It almost felt like I would have been so happy with the movie if it was just taking place in that town. Like, get rid of all of the Absolutely. playwriting. The, like, I just wanted to focus in because the movie really derails for me. Like, and I'm sure you, you're thinking of the same part, but also we're definitely chatting spoilers at this point. So if you've not seen the movie, definitely click away, go and see it, come back. But I feel like mm -hmm, when the layers of the show and the TV and the playwriting fell apart for me was like when they were all in that room and they were like falling asleep and then the alien came out. I was like, this is too much. It, it lost me. It really, really lost me. I know. And I think he was so caught up because that is such a unique idea to jump from actors that are portraying this play and then going into the story that they're telling but I just don't think it fit with the story it was so distracting and I couldn't tell you what that scene was when they were trying to fall asleep couldn't tell you I know there's a there's a deeper artistic more powerful meaning behind it but I could not for the life of me tell you what it was about mm. but um, I think some of the I think he's Wes has spoken about that um I was listening to some of the actors interviews and one of the actors I think who played Montana who I thought was great by the way I really really liked that that actor oh the cast was phenomenal yes keep going yeah he he was saying that when you go to like an art exhibit sometimes you're you're not even looking at the art piece you're just reading about it to understand it before you've even like looked at the drawing or the painting or whatever and I think that that is sometimes what we do with films and I, I certainly do like I'm trying so hard to understand it without watching it and looking at it and then trying to figure out what it means from there. But I don't feel like that necessarily fit with a couple of these scenes. It almost felt like 
I needed to understand what was happening in order to like track with them and agree with them at the end because could not tell you what that movie resolved once it ended. Like I have no idea what it resolved. I completely agree. I just feel like we needed some spark notes, just an idea of what we were going to get into before we were watching it. But um, that is not to discount the actors the cast was so amazing. Like Jason, Jason Schwartzman and Scarlett Johansson mm, were great. I loved them. The kids were so funny and so witty, and um, their one-liners were so cute. Especially those like um, three little girls. So oh, funny. Yeah. You know how I feel about child actors, though. So I did not like them. Wait, why? What, like they what were just happened so for you? Sh- I don't like them. I don't like kids in movies. I'm they like, did a really good job, though. Yeah, sure, but that they're still kids in a movie, and I don't, I don't like it. Well, okay. Like they were so shrill. They're like screaming at Tom Hanks for putting the tub in the ground. I was like, settle down, settle down. Like there was a guy busting out <laughs> laughing in my theater when he when those girls were like. The bones of my dead mother hurt. They were just <laughs> taking on this very dark persona of like trying to bring their mom back to life. And they're like, and this guy in the theater was just thought it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, that's good. I, there was, I thought it was funny when I too. left, when I left my theater, there was a guy behind me. He was like, he was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Did he audibly say that? Like, yeah, he was talking what? with his girlfriend or something. Did I he just was like, watch? he was like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. I no. don't agree with that. Obviously there's, I've been listening to some reviews too. And there's like, it's back and forth. Like people either love it or they just did not really like it. And I tried to like, when we were exiting the theater, I was trying to listen. I love listening to other people when they're talking with their boyfriend. I'm like, what did you think? What did you think? Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. were like, it was good. Like, I think everyone was still processing what they just yeah. watched. And I would say that I, I liked it. Like I did enjoy it. It just, it had too many things going on. I knew what, I feel like I kind of knew what it was trying to say. Like, I feel like being in that world was referring to being in COVID times. Remember when we're cutting back oh, and forth from quarantine? Sc- yes. Yeah. When we're cutting back and forth between Scarlett Johansson's character and Jason Schwartzman, it looks like they're in screens, like their little houses. It looks like they're like kind yeah. of doing a zoom call again. Don't know what he's trying to say largely about COVID-19. Yeah. I just know that it, probably took some inspiration from that mm-hmm. but like i feel like there was maybe a missed opportunity to like <clears throat> describe like what does the alien represent like does it need to represent something is it just purely a wes anderson movie and like we're overthinking it or like yeah. i just feel like maybe there was an opportunity to round it out a little bit more absolutely <clears throat> i just again i just really wish it took from um grand budapest hotel fantastic mr Mm. fox isle of dogs where they go on a journey to there's a point a b c like what they're trying to achieve um definitely i thought they were going with that i was like oh they're gonna like discover the alien discover why it wanted that asteroid um i don't know i was hoping for a little bit more but can we talk about that alien design I thought 
thought it was the creepiest thing I've ever Wait, seen. Wait, really? You didn't yeah. like it? I was like, if I saw this when I was in middle school, I would have nightmares. <laughs> it was so creepy. It is, but it's so... But I loved how it was like claymation style almost. Yeah, it, it felt like the most Wes Anderson way to articulate an alien I've ever seen in my life. Such a good point. A very Wes Anderson alien. Like I was like, <laughs> when I saw yes. when I saw those two little beady feet come down from the yes. in the spacecraft, I was like, what in the heck am I about to see come out of that spaceship? <laughs> I was like, what? I was getting scared and no music. Like the sound is like very still. Everyone's just like looking at the alien. That was shocking. And then it slowly comes down and I was like, what am I seeing right now? And it's like a claim. It's like made of clay or something. Yeah. I didn't, I guess I didn't mind it that much. It just, I just don't understand what the point of it was. Again, I just, I wish it was just like, you know, like. I want to have my cake and eat it too. Like, tell me what's in the cake. What is happening here? Like, why do I care? I will yeah. say, despite not loving the play inside of a TV show, inside of a movie, I loved Brian Cranston's character. I loved oh, him as the narrator. He was, was so He was my good. favorite. He was my favorite. So amazing. I felt like I was watching, like, yeah, a 40s, 50s yes. style, like, TV program, like, Twilight zone it, it felt so real. Yeah. It felt really real. And he just has such a calming. Yeah. It was interesting to see Brian Cranston, Margot Robbie, even Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Steve Carell, these characters who've never done Wes Anderson before, kind of like where the Wes Anderson had. And, you know, he wants his lines delivered super quickly. He has such a precise way of his characters moving and grooving in his Mm -hmm. world. And so it was just really fun to see characters that like we've never seen be in that world. Of course we get the classic group. I mean, Tilda Swinton, Jason Schwartzman, Adrian Brody is to Wes Anderson. What toes are to Quentin Tarantino. It is essential. Toes. Toes. What are you talking about? Quit. Hannah Quentin Tarantino is known for having foot shots in his movie. <laughs> like it's, it's not a Tarantino movie. If there's not a foot shot, like of someone's like of a female. Wow, am foot. I even a movie buff after all? I had, why did I not know that? Well, I mean, now I you see, do. Okay. I see it, but I, okay. I'm learning something. I but guess. you know, like wow. his Wes Anderson is so specific in his film like in his design, but also in his casting, like he is obsessed with he having the same group, his, which his cast of characters. Yeah, of course. Which leads me to my next question. Where the fruk was Owen Wilson? <laughs> Did he have a scheduling know, I was, conflict? I was waiting for his name to come up screen. Okay. Before the, before the story even starts, do you see this, long list um in a star wars title sequence style of um Mm. character of the cast going through the screen and you see who's going to be starring in the film i was like what are we getting into there's like 50 (laughs) people i know up there i'm like where's owen wilson yeah and why is jeff goldblum at the very bottom of the cast was he the alien 
Yes, remember when they're panning through and like he's going backstage? And he was in there for 0.2 seconds. Oh, so. I funny. just like, I would be so honored, but yet disappointed to be in a Wes Anderson movie if I was, you know what? I'd be honored to be in there for 0.2 seconds, but I'd be like, at least give me a line. I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he did have a line. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. And I, was I just laughed so out. distracted. I was like, that's the alien. I, I, yeah, you were just still speechless at his little dingy little toes. What did you think of Steve Carell, Hannah? You know what? I couldn't tell you because he had five lines. But no, he was so good. I, five lines? <sighs> Sorry, maybe ten. But I love, huh? Steve Carell has such, he's like my dad, you know? He has such a soft place in my heart. Like, anything he does. Move over, Mark. But yes, Steve Carell could do anything, and I love him in it. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he started talking, and my whole theater just immediately started chuckling. And they were like, oh, like, just happy to see him. Yeah. But yeah, that scene we were talking about earlier when, like, you can't fall asleep. You can't wake up if you're already asleep. Remember you can't when wake chanting? up if you don't fall asleep. You can't sleep. wake up can't if you don't fall asleep. You don't fall asleep. The guy next to me was audibly like, what <laughs> the hell? Like, what? Maybe we need to bring in the troops and ask if any of you listening know what it is. Email us. The troops. I, I, the troops, like the people who might know. You think the troops are listening to this podcast? Dude, I meant the troops, like, the our listeners. <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't think the U.S. Army is playing this podcast. It's called being funny. Sorry, dude. It's called play on words. <laughs> it's called being... Gosh, quirky. you're so pretty and funny, funny and witty. And witty. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, Shout out to the production team and just the art direction team that follows Wes Anderson. Mm. Gorgeous. 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 I, yeah. Wes Anderson movies just scratch like a part of my brain. Oh my gosh. And I know they like, do. And for the you way too. they move the camera, like, you know, that scene in the bar where they're talking Scarlett Johansson and Jason, and then behind them is her daughter and then his son. Woodrow? Yes. And then they pan to them. So they start off the main characters and they just pan to them. And it like just tells us in a subtle way that they like each other. Did you catch that? Clearly I didn't because I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay, never mind. But I hear you. You're saying that like... Just these subtle camera movements that told mm. us exactly what we needed to know. Yeah. The camera, I feel like if the camera was a character, it would be very like oh. put together. Like the the character the camera would play as like somebody who sits upright, has like glasses, yeah. a top hat, Spectacle. and a cane. Spectacle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just follows everyone around. And it's also, so... too, people say that, like, Wes Anderson characters are so strange and quirky. But, and I agree, but they're also very stock characters. Like, they're, they're, so... they're characters that feel like they're stock characters. Scarlett Johansson's an actress who, like, 
you know, takes her role too seriously. And like, yeah, you know, he's a kind of a confused dad and like a little bit passive. Like they're, they're all stock characters, but they're just given this like Wes Andersonism about them. Yeah. And he's been very vocal. He says that he wants his characters he wants the characters to be able to come into and out of each other's stories. And it would make sense that like Woodrow could just walk into the Grand Budapest Hotel and it would make sense for that kid to be there because he's created such a specific world for that. Yeah. The way he creates characters is so it should be studied like he every person mm-hmm. on screen had their own individual personality and i could tell you like what they would do next yeah so good but yeah you're right there were so many characters hannah that i felt like it was hard to track like yeah i feel like they could have done away with a couple of characters dare i say tom hanks <laughs> honestly yeah yeah I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't get think it. This didn't. You. This didn't need to be an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think we and could a- have just kept it in Asteroid City. Never left. Brian Cranston is the narrator, and that's and it. Just so you know, a play because we did theater. A hey, play we did. Never. We rarely see that many actors on a stage because it's confusing. Of course, unless you're in high school and the casting director feels bad about saying no to someone. And so she puts 56 high school students in a production of Little Mermaid and they're and all that's freaking what I crabs. Felt like I was watching. That's what I felt like I was watching. Because you Then where was to- Owen Wilson? <laughs> I don't know. No. Owen Wilson, if you can hear this, where were you? Where are you? <laughs> where were you, Owen? <laughs> yeah. I just felt like I was like, we can stop seeing 10 people on screen, uh-huh. okay? I would have I would have chucked Tom Hanks. I would have chucked um the play writer and like all of a sudden the pants were coming off and they were doinking on stage. And I was like, what is happening? I can tell by your face. You don't know what I'm talking. No, I know what you're talking about now. When they kiss. It was so random. It was so random. He took off his Uh, pants. I was like, are they about to They're kissing. And I don't, that was so unnecessary. (laughs) <laughs> like sometimes I just think they put in these random shock moments, like when Scarlett Johansson took off her clothes, and I'm like, "What? We didn't need that." Yeah, I mean, I understood that felt more in line with like I felt like her the, character that her felt character. like her character would do something like that. Why did Jason Schwartzman all of a sudden want to kiss him? I, I don't know because he wants the part, I guess. Because that's what he was doing, right? He was auditioning for him. He was trying to, like, prove to him that, like, he could play this character. So he walked around with a camera and, like, gave that monologue. And to be honest, I couldn't even tell you. Because I thought they were already, like, I thought they were performing. I thought they were performing. Because the narrator introduced us into the scene. I think in the beginning of the movie, this is my guess, I think in the beginning of the movie, you're watching the playwright write it. And then the second half of the movie is when Adrian Brody comes in and he's the director of that show that that guy has now written. 
Okay. <laughs> we might need to bring in the troops. And by <laughs> troops, Erica, I mean listeners. <laughs> and by troops, I don't mean in the literal sense. Yeah. <laughs> if any of you listening know, have a deeper understanding of the the scenes that just unfolded before us, let us know. Mm-hmm. Please, because... I feel like we're inept. Is that the word? I feel like inept. We're... Is that the word? Yeah. Capable. We're capable. I feel like we're capable. Like I feel like we leave movies and we're like, right. I think I understand what they're trying to say. This one, yeah, y- beats me, Wes. Beats me. I know. I but know. it made me feel nostalgic. Like I said, I loved the. Oh, this is like the. St- most basic thing to say ever but i loved the aesthetics of this movie you know the wallpaper that's this was such a subtle detail but i want to track down this wallpaper so i left on an aesthetic high i need to rewatch it for sure so if you guys saw asteroid city what did you think we need help from the troops let us know great movie overall in so many other departments really good movie but a win it's a win so still go see it if you haven't with that we love you no matter where you're listening from we hope you have a great week and are looking forward to pulling up to your local movie theater and giving this one a watch if not this one then the plethora of other films that are bound to come out this summer and please let us know what you think of them as you see them All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Catch you on the flip, guys. Bye.